I'm not going to say that Pterosaur's like <laughs> charged up voice necessarily does it for me. But what I am going to say is that they're on the right track. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, a minor jab at something I may have said last podcast. <laughs> so you can see how some people might find his voice attractive. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Um, so That's... sexy pterosaur <laughs> goes, "Fuck yeah! Time to go kick Megatron's ass." Too much energy. What is up, listeners? Welcome to the weekly podcast, Too Much Energon, the podcast you come to for all your Beast Wars needs. In Too Much Energon, we review every single episode of Beast Wars in production order, starting from the first and making our way all the way up to 52 episodes. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. I'm yet another host, Christopher Siege. With our powers combined, we are Too Much Energon. <laughs> That that'll, uh, <laughs> that's good enough for me. Um, I had I had a 2020 uh, moment today. Oh, really? Uh, which you were the victim of. <laughs> I was like, "Is oh wow, yeah, well, I'm gonna go for a shower." And I checked my phone, and I'm like, "What? Today's today's recording day?" Uh oh, shit. Yeah, that's uh, I I completely understand. You know, 2020 being what it is, and yada yada. For me, it's a lot easier because, as I mentioned on the pod, uh, I work at a grocery store. Thus, my work has not terribly been impacted by, well, 2020. Uh, and my work week is Sunday to Thursday. So when I get off work Thursday, I'm like, yay, it's my weekend. I'm going to go do some bullshit for a few hours and then record a podcast. Woo! Woo! Speaking uh, of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, speaking of bullshit... We here at Too Much Energon HQ got our first email. <laughs> we sure did. Yeah. I'm uh, a little bit amazed and perplexed, but do go on. Yes. Yeah, so it's our first email. Uh, I was really hoping our first email would be a positive one or at least be from an actual listener. So the email that we got came in from Robert. And uh, just to give a little bit of context, on our last episode, uh, episode seven, Double Jeopardy, fantastic episode, both of, the episode. both of the podcast itself and of Beast Wars. So I ran a Facebook ad campaign to promote that episode, you know, maybe get some some new listeners. Uh, uh, get some more downloads, uh, and it it did work. the The gains were pretty modest, but uh, some some decent gains, some decent yeah. gains, but not not Robert. But no, not Robert. He uh, would have none of it. <laughs> but not Robert. So Robert uh, left a pretty rude message on the uh, Facebook page, which I just I was like, ah, whatever. I just deleted. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I first saw it, I was at first disheartening. Yeah, I was, at first I was kind of like, oh, well, this thing that is a, a labor of love for us, someone didn't respond to well and that kind of, and felt the need to lash out about that. That kind of hurts a little bit. But then after about like maybe three, three seconds, I was like, no, wait, this guy's just an asshole. 
<laughs> so I deleted the guy's message and carried on with my day. And then about uh, maybe three or four hours later, he decided to email the podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he emailed the podcast and I committed what he emailed to memory. And so I'm going Was to it an articulate critique of our beasties knowledge. He was definitely exercising some critical thinking, I got to say. <laughs> it was like something straight out of a fourth year university English class. I got to tell you. So what he said in his email, what uh, Robert, uh, Bobo, henceforth be known as, Bobo said in caps lock, irrelevant, bullshit, as two words, on my FB news feed, also as two words, ellipsis, get lost in caps lock, ellipsis, loser three exclamation marks wow okay there's 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 a lot to unpack there right there's a lot to unpack there and i just want to know how many hours of this guy's day (laughs) he dedicates to personally emailing the advertisers he's which there are many ads on facebook if anyone has ever used it how many hours of the day does this guy spend emailing like wish (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or Amazon. Emailing Wish for all of their like bizarre like sex toy ads. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the ads I get on Wish are just so entertaining. I screenshot them and, and share them with people. Like I'm like, I don't even know what this is. Is this like like plastic like cat mittens? Like what am I looking at here? Um and then other got- times Go ahead. <laughs> I, I got a random ad a little while ago because I turned off all ad tracking on Facebook a while back. I got a random ad that was supposedly from like the Royal Canadian Mint, which for non-Canadians is like they basically make collectible coins. But this was a golden top, like a spinning top oh. made of made of gold that was apparently made by the Royal Canadian Mint. Hmm. That was, was the most random ad I've ever received in my life. But as, far as wi- but as far as wish ads go, it will be like, you know how you can uh, take your thumb and like swipe left and you can be, like look at be, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. You can look at some of them and like one will be leggings, like women's workout leggings. Uh-huh. Another will be a weird like sex toy looking thing. And then another will be like a knockoff Super Nintendo controller. <laughs> yeah. You summarized wish. Like in a single <laughs> sentence there, like cheap ass uh, leggings, um, something that may or may not be a sex toy and then like knockoff video game hardware. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, back to Bobo, uh, what I what I find interesting about this is that, uh, I mean, first off, the guy seems to think that I have some sort of personal control over him receiving that ad like that. Like yeah. him, him getting this ad was like some sort of personal attack against him. That's weird. This means that he had to go on the Facebook page, yep. go into the about section, yep. look at the email, copy that, go into his email, paste it into the to section, and then write that out. But yep. we don't control where Facebook sends that. So like I said, I can't imagine how tasking this man's day is for the fact that he like personally goes out of his way to like email <laughs> e- personally email like the advertisers 
that he doesn't like? I mean, like, did did he email Facebook as well? I, who could say? I mean, uh, he definitely did not CC them in the email that he sent me. Like, well, I his grasp of the English language is uh, <laughs> is, is uh, awe inspiring. <laughs> Uh, questionable at best. So yeah, uh, it's, it was a very baffling experience, but uh, I, I, you know, Bobo, I do want to say uh, thank you very much for... For not listening. For, for your email. Uh, thank you for putting forth the effort of investigating the Facebook page enough to find our contact info. Uh, the, the clicks are appreciated. <laughs> oh, and uh, thank you for interacting with the Facebook page. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, you're, you are inadvertently helping us out. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I never thought about that, but it is. Uh, once again, thank you very much, Bobo. And also, you know, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on to a more positive note. He uh, lives a very, like, exhausting day to day life, I imagine. He lives the Bobo life, I gotta say. The Bobo life. The Bobo life. Oh, but we got. The good news to follow that weird news. Yes. Uh, on to more positive news. Uh, you may notice that we have new show art. We uh, certainly do. I'm pretty stoked for it. This was an art piece that I conceptualized, that I commissioned from a very talented artist that is a friend of my partner's. For anyone who hasn't picked up on it, if you've seen the artwork, everything in the art is uh, related to a joke that has been made on the podcast thus far. <laughs> It's pretty good concept. I, I actually have to like admit, like putting all that together is is many many a beasties meme. Yeah, me riding Rhinox in a YTV shirt, wielding Dinobots drill rapier. You on a terror board with eye lasers and an uh oh shirt. The uh <laughs> I'm so happy with that. Okay, so the the uh oh shirt. Uh, I have to give props to the artist because that was not me at all. She obviously listened to the first episode of the podcast where we talked about uh-oh and there, you specifically yeah. brought up uh-oh yeah there's no other way there's could've... no other way she could have uh she could have uh come up with that so thank you to her for that it, it looks really rad thank you it does and in the background we see dinobots sailing across the air uh due to really well done Due to Scorponox cross-country missile. I'm amazed at the level of detail, but how they were still able to keep it really like clean and sharp. Yeah, even on like Dinobot way off in the background. Like it looks yeah. great. Good it looks line great. Work. It's good colors. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a lovely piece of art. Uh the artist's name is Morgana. You can find her on Instagram at Morgana Mixed Media. I'm gonna go gonna go creep her. So uh yeah, if you yeah, check go out... Creeper. Also, she was fast, and she did gave Christopher exactly what he wanted. So, yeah. There you go, folks. Yeah, I told her, I was like, I'm kind of looking for a style that is reminiscent of the Clerks cartoon, and that's exactly what she gave me. I couldn't be happier. I will undoubtedly commission artwork from her again in the future for this or potential other podcasts to come in the near future. Oh, this week's episode of Too Much Energon is about... It's about the, a power surge. It is about a power surge. I loved this episode when I was a kid. So the episode is called Power Surge. It is the eighth episode in production order. 
uh, and it was the sixth in U.S. broadcast order. Canadian broadcast order, I think it might have been around like five, but I don't even fucking remember at this point. <laughs> I love this episode as an adult. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I know you're a fan of Pterosaur, and this is definitely a Pterosaur-centric episode. It sure is. Also, wow, like you could see it slowly, episode to episode, but this episode especially, the animators have like are showing off now. Like there's the the faces, the little gestures all of them make, the combat between them, like uh, they're they're getting good. Yeah, the the animation quality, and this is something I didn't really notice when I was eleven, obviously, but like the animation quality is improving that has improved vastly in the past like eight. I weeks. can't believe this was ninety six. Like at times, man. yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, Canada's known for its um animation mm -hmm. it's animators what? all what the way that? back to what did i you remember the cat came back like the Frank cat Penner? came back yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh i actually used to have a that album on cassette tape back in really? like uh, 92 and let me tell you i uh, guess we're going off on a tangent here uh <laughs> quick little tangent but uh how i got that tape was buying cereal boxes if you collected, there was this promo through back at this was back in like 1992, I think 91 or 92. Uh, there was this promo through like Kellogg's or General Mills cereals or whatever. But like if you collected UPC codes, uh, proof of purchases for cereal boxes, you would get points. And once you got a certain number of points, you could mail them all in in exchange for some kind of reward. But the one that I got was I got the Fred Penner cassette tape of The Cat Came Back. The very next day? The very next day. It also had another classic song by Fred Penner on it called Sandwiches. <laughs> oh, I could... I vaguely recall that one. Sandwiches are beautiful. Sandwiches are fun. <laughs> I love sandwiches. I eat them all the time. I almost want to make that the song of the week now. <laughs> there, there we go. Now we have it. Uh, I did have another song of the week in mind, but it might just end up being fucking sandwiches. By if you're not Canada. from Canada, listeners, we probably sound a little bit insane right now. <laughs> but, but So for you Canadian... three Turkish <laughs> listeners out there... But Canadian animation was often kind of inserted into our like television broadcasts uh, throughout the both songs and animation. Another one was the um, oh, what was it? The the log drivers waltz. That one's burned into my head forever. And if you want to look at like old classic, really interesting like animation and song, yeah, look up like. The cat came back, or the log driver's waltz, and yeah, yeah we grew up on <laughs> on that. And uh, the log, they're still the log driver. The log driver is like classic Canadiana. Yeah, very, and it gets stuck in my head sometimes randomly. I'll just be like driving, or I'll just be like playing a video game or reading, You'll and I'll just, just be hear driving logs. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing on them, perhaps a waltz. <laughs> Burling down and down white waters. Yeah, it'll just oh, pop up waters. in my head. I think it's white waters, yeah. Okay. And that makes sense, right? The rapids and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a uh, this is just a generic 90s <laughs> uh, podcast now. 
I think eventually when we're done with this podcast uh, in a year's time, we probably should just transition into night, like just nineties shit in general. You know what? That would be, that would be an interesting one. And I say interesting because that's something that I would even listen to. Like if a whole episode was like video on arcade top 10, boom, or a whole episode was on, uh Oh, or a whole episode was on, like Rocco's Modern Life, or you know, you know, like which whichever. Uh, the yeah, incredible crash test dummies. <laughs> oh, geez, what else? It could be like anything. Like it could be music one week. It could be cart- Toxic Crusaders. <laughs> wow, Toxic Crusaders. <laughs> which is something. Okay, so Toxic Crusaders was a cartoon in that i think aired in like 1992 and it had a toy line and everything and it was based on the it was a children's cartoon based on the not children's film the toxic avenger i remember this show and its toy line fucking vividly but i looked it up a few years ago the show lasted six episodes oh so i remember this show like super vividly for whatever reason but it lasted like a fucking month and a half and then was just canceled like figure that out yeah i that's what really i it's weird that i remember it i remember the toys too yeah but six episodes huh i remember wow. uh one of them was like major disaster it was like a dude who had wore like an army helmet and was like made of dirt or something like that another one was like this blue oh, guy who remember it. who had i think his name was snots he had like a giant uh he had like a giant nose it it was kind of like weird because a lot of 90s uh cartoons it almost feels opposite like you had very busy looking things like toxic crusaders and avengers crusaders avengers um the crusaders crusaders yeah the it's it's a uh, spin-off. It's an animated version of the movie, yeah. uh, The Toxic Avenger. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but then you look at other stuff like the the animated stuff, like Beast Wars or Reboot. Uh, but then also like really, I don't know how to describe it. Clean animation um, with less like bumpy lines and like attractive characters, such as uh, like Sailor Moon, which wasn't North American or Canadian, but was still on tv or captain planet Mm. right where you know the characters are supposed to be like normal teenagers or the uh the 90s spider-man cartoon (laughs) yeah so it's it's interesting i think cartoons with like unattractive characters with like gross stuff i think those are geared towards boys (laughs) (laughs) well if you remember positive well if you remember too like that kind of like gross out shit was really was kind of popular with kids shows in the nineties. Like there was, yeah, that's what I was trying to bring up. There was like a little bit of both. There's like the clean, like attractive things like captain planet, but then (laughs) gross ass shit, like toxic crusaders. Sorry. You were going to say there was also, Oh, like, uh, you know, like you can't do that on television. Like if you said the wrong word, you would get slime dumped on you. (laughs) And then there was like, shows like uh oh and etc etc yeah there was something about like slime being synonymous with the 90s well and like uh in the 80s everything was fucking toxic waste like that was how everything like that was how everything 
either got fucked up or got superpowers. It was always toxic waste. <laughs> like it was even always Ro- toxic waste. Even RoboCop has toxic waste in it. <laughs> RoboCop. Um, do you remember the? There was like a um a live action show where a girl got toxic waste dumped on her, and she had like psychic powers. Um, do you remember what I'm talking about? Are you maybe thinking the Secret Life of Alex Mack? The Secret Life of Alex Mack. Yeah, that's what it is. I I don't know how I pulled that from from what you said, but I I, I threw it out there and I was like, <laughs> Christopher's gonna gonna <laughs> gonna know. Yeah, uh, girl that gets hit, but she gets hit by um some sort of like chemical or toxic waste at the beginning. That's how that starts. Yeah, you've seen Kung Fury, right? I have. I love how he get the fact that he gets his powers by being struck by lightning and being bitten by a rattlesnake simultaneously. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Wow. I I completely forgot that. Yeah. It has a lot of moments in it. I, I, yeah. And I forgot most of them. (laughs) uh, I've seen it so many times. I I love that movie. Yeah. That was the one that was um, more of a short. It's only about a half hour. The one that was like crowdfunded and then they released it for free. Right. Uh, I backed it on Kickstarter and then I bought it. Yeah. Yeah, and then I bought it digitally anyway. Oh, good. And now they're making a sequel. Good. 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 Yeah, sometimes yes. people... <laughs> uh, speaking of... Yes. Yeah, so this, this episode. Is a, this is the Beast Wars podcast. So Power Surge. Uh, the episode where Pterosaur becomes a drug addict, basically. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, it starts with him flying. Starts and... with a bird. It starts with, oh, a, it bird starts with a bird. That's right. Yeah, it starts with a bird flying. Uh, we find out this episode is written by Larry uh, Dettio. Good uh, job, who... Larry Dettio. I, I want to bring him up uh, real quick. Uh, he is no longer with us, but he was a fairly prolific writer on uh, children's programming in the 80s and 90s. He was a lead writer on He-Man and actually wrote more episodes of that show himself than anyone else in the writing team. Uh, he created the show Bible, which for those who don't know what that is, it's basically a book that kind of just outlines what a season of a show is going to be about and like who the characters are and yada yada. But he created the show Bible for uh, She-Ra, Princess of Power. He wrote on several episodes of Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future, which is a show not a lot of people remember, but I loved when I was younger. Um, he yeah, I also... can't even recall it. <laughs> uh, it was a live action show that only aired for one season from 87 to 88. Yeah, well, it was a live action show, but actually also utilized a lot of CGI which CGI in a show in 1987, you're like, what? Especially a kid's show. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Um, the CGI is particularly dated by today's standards, but it had a toy line that accompanied it um, that had these uh, vehicles that would have these light sensors built into them. And so you could hold these ships. Like all of the ships had like a little handle so you could hold them uh, underneath. Okay, okay. And so basically you would like the show would through a CRT television would flash like certain lights and you would have to holding the ship, you would have to move it around to try and dodge the lights kind of like a reverse 
of the NES Zapper. Ah, uh, it was intricate. A, it was a fun concept. The show was actually pretty dark for a kid's show. Uh, it's one of the reasons why it got canceled was because parents were all up in arms over it. But it was actually created by uh, J. Michael Straczynski, who would later go on to create Babylon 5. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Larry DeTio also wrote for The Real Ghostbusters. Peter Pan. Oh, The Real I- Ghostbusters. That was my that was my jam. Uh, Peter Pan and the Pirates. I don't know if you remember that show or not from the early 90s. But Vague. It was on Fox Kids. I... I remember seeing commercials for it more than I remember actually watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's probably why I have memories of it. So, yeah, thank you, Dottio. And he wrote uh, several episodes of Beast Wars. And this Uh, was one of them. He unfortunately died early, about a year and a half ago, of Parkinson's disease. So may he rest in peace. Yeah, and thanks for the, the good Beast Wars episodes. So we open with a bird flying through the air. We do. And as its peaceful, majestic flight is shown to the viewer across the screen, a disgusting screech is heard and Pterosaur <laughs> swoops in. And just fucking eats it. Yeah, feathers are... He's like crunching with his like beak and feathers are flying out of his mouth and he makes a disgusting car sound and... And then they, he sees something in the distance. And then he looks at the camera and breaks the fourth wall and is all like, it's good to be a Predacon. Oh, right. <laughs> I always ignore the fourth <laughs> wall breaking moments, but they're everywhere. I don't know how I ignore them. I ignore them. I assume them when... they just talk to themselves. But yeah, he, he looks at the camera and says, it's good to be a Predacon. I ignored them when I was a child. I cannot ignore them as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> But in the distance, he sees something, and he goes, Wah! And off in the distance, he sees a floating mountain. So we have a floating mountain, and he investigates. So he flies over and is all like, Mighty Inferno! <laughs> and Which I guess is like, you know, this week's episode's way of a Predacon being like, holy shit. yeah. Or like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then and, he, uh, he... Guess, guess why it's floating, everyone? <laughs> he uh, he looks down and he's all like, Energon. Because yep. he sees a giant ass cluster of Energon crystals. Yeah, this, he... uh, this mountain's like half crystal. Yeah. It's huge. And he comments that it's enough to power an army. He is all like, I have to chance a scan. So he terrorizes and immediately and lands on the ground and immediately starts shorting out. Yeah. Um, is there a little voice that tells him to go back to beast mode? Oh, or... yes. Yes. His computer is his internal computer is basically like danger, energon surge, stasis lock eminent transform immediately and he's like yeah yeah and i don't really know what he does does he actually scan something no no he goes to take a sample no he straight up he straight up (laughs) tries to grab a crystal to like break a chunk of it off (laughs) yeah and i'm like he's like oh i got a chance to scan i didn't realize that meant like physically like just manhandling it and breaking a chunk off yeah it's like (laughs) It's like, 
I mean, okay. Like, I don't know how your technology works, dude, but sure. I thought like, you know, like some, some he was going to scan something or, you know, pull out like a tricord, like a Star Trek <laughs> yeah. tricorder. Yeah, and, and like, like take some readings or something. <laughs> no, he's just going to grab the crystal. That's the Predacon way. And uh, that's how he gets the juice. Yeah, so it shocks him back. And he ends up in this like uh, Vertruvian man type pose <laughs> yeah he's and he kind of like tries to fight it and he's scared and the energon uh, is like yeah. seemingly electrocuting him or something but the uh he had been shorting out prior to this and his i don't know like shorting out visual cue that every transformer has in this show whenever they're exposed to too much energon it's yeah they got this glowing yeah it's usually got this like blue like yeah electricity thing. goes over their body yeah, yeah yeah it's got this blue hue to it but uh while pterosaur is getting jacked from the energon it changes color from blue to red dun dun yeah so he's getting like electrocuted by red energon lightning now and yeah he's juicing he's he's getting jacked yeah, and his voice gets a lot deeper and more menacing sounding. He's like, whoa, and I more, feel sweet. And Time more, to go kick some ass. And more growly. He's all like, yes, yes. Uh, the Energon charge must have overloaded my superstructure. Oh, right. I can feel, he says something along the lines of like, I can feel the Energon cor- coursing within me. And he's like, I've never felt such power. And then he raises his arms and the camera pans around and is like, I am invincible. Ha 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 ha. And then he lowers his fist and is like, Megatron. And like, that's his first, like, as soon as he gets like all juiced up, his first thought immediately is Megatron. Fuck that guy. His first and last thought before he goes to bed and when he wakes up is <laughs> Megatron. <laughs> Goes to bed, kind of like angry, fapping, stupid Megatron with your big (laughs) arms and your sexy voice. Yes, (laughs) calling me pathetic. He's just like he's just like whispering yes to himself over and over again. (laughs) Anyways, sexy pterosaur, uh, jacked pterosaur, takes off. Yeah. And suddenly and he now has fast. he's got suddenly, like what red rockets? Yeah, he suddenly now has like jet thrusters in his back. Yeah, like crazy, like fiery jet thrusters. Like he's about to launch into orbit or something. So he speeds off the mountain, takes uh, off at Mach one, and he flies by a cheetah. Yes, not just any cheetah, a cheetor, and... a robot in disguise. <laughs> and cheetor is. All like, ah. whoa, something, something, cat, man. Some kind of Cheetor bullshit. I better tell Optimus. Yeah. <laughs> then there's like a commercial cut, and we, uh, do we go back to we, we cut the back Axelon, to... or do we go to the dark side? 
the Predacon base, yes, the dark side. So yeah, we're back the at the, the dark side, and Megatron is demonstrating this new automated defense system that he has developed. So this seemingly, I would assume, is in response to last week's episode where the when uh, they got their ass kicked w- by the when got, invading when got, maximals. When they got their ass kicked by the invading maximals and had seemingly had no short-range defensive weapons on their ship yeah it's like a little floaty kind of like pod and uh correct me if i'm wrong he says something or elaborate he says something like i've programmed this this uh drone or plat or pod uh to pro their pods energy energy signature to resemble that of a maximal yes, yeah essentially and then he kind of gestures and it flies like it kind of like hovers and goes away from the the group they're kind of on a cliff here away from the base curiously enough and a gun like a mounted like gun is it just on a rock by the way (laughs) i think it's just like they just have this like mounted gun like off in a mountain somewhere yeah it's like on a rock (laughs) yeah i'm like how's it powered it's essentially just lying down and then but then when the uh the drone that is programmed with the maximal frequency shows up or gets within range the the gun kind of wakes up and raises up and then shoots at it yeah but yes how is it powered who knows i mean there is energon everywhere on this planet apparently yeah fair 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 enough and (laughs) that's that's an interesting like arms competition because we do see that the axelon has a bunch of automated guns but if you recall the guns have no friend or foe friend or foe recognition like they they have to be on or off and they fire at everything that moves mm. they're specifically they're specifically motion uh do you remember the whole scene with um like tarantulas and uh, scorpionog like not moving <laughs> yeah and then well, later on that same like just like <laughs> absurd trembling and later in the episode, um, when Optimus flies off, he says, uh, wait, thir- wait 30 seconds and reactivate the defense system. So that signifies that, hey, like we need to deactivate this when we leave and come back because our guns will fire on us. Yeah. So now, the, finally, the Predacons are now a step above them, and they don't need to worry about turning them on or off. They just fire at maximals. Mm-hmm. However, does that mean if you wave your hand over your little symbol, and, <laughs> like and become, uh, did last qu- week, yeah, and become a quote like Predacon, is that cool, or do they have fundamentally different cores? Like, is Dinobot's core Predacon, and it wouldn't shoot him? I wonder. But then Black Arachnia, who was originally a maximal protoform, but then was reprogrammed, what would, would into it shoot a Predacon? Her? Would it shoot her? All these yeah. questions and more that won't be answered on <laughs> too much energon. I, it's just little or things on that Beast pop Wars, up in my period. head, or even on the show Beast Wars. <laughs> but uh, if you're if you're a maximal, it it shoots you. If you're a Predacon, it doesn't. Is the gist of it. I always think about these small little and, details. 
And if you're an 11 year old boy in 1996, you, you probably, don't care or remember. You probably didn't think of any of this. No. So uh, <laughs> Megatron is all like with a few more of these installed, uh, referring to the, the auto cannon. This place will become a death trap for the Maximals or something like that. Yep. And then yeah. and they, they, they all clap and Scorponok goes, well, you're so smart, Megatron. And then uh, says, I want to be just, I want to be just like you when I grow up, Megatron. And then he's like, "Good, good going, Dad." And Megatron <laughs> goes like, "I told you not to call me that in public." Oh my, that is hilarious that you say that because that actually kind of comes up. Are you fucking serious? Not relating to Scorponok, but like, I'm not gonna spoil it too much but like there's another character who refers to megatron by something that he doesn't like and there's one moment where he's or actually a few moments where he's like huh i do wish he would stop calling me that huh i look forward to it yeah we'll get there eventually um is this when like the juice shows up <laughs> the juice <laughs> yeah so the juice swoops in sorry he... oj simpson does not show up to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Pterosaur shows up. I, I was just about to say he was already in jail at this point, but then I'm like, yeah. oh no, wait, he was acquitted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If the glove does not fit, something, something, you must let him go. <laughs> just like that, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, oh wait, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> that's but a don't thing. worry, everybody gets theirs. Anyways, he did eventually. Uh, uh, so the juice shows up. So sorry, up. the juice shows up. <laughs> and he's like, Sup, Megatron? Whip out your dick. Compare <laughs> it with me right now. And Megatron is like, Ooh, if you insist. Yes. So basically, they are Hollywood film directors McGee and Michael Bay <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> So back, so for listeners, back in 2009, around the time Terminator Salvation came out, that featured giant robot Terminators for some reason. And that reason is because Transformers movies, live Existed. action films, were really popular at that point. Yeah. Those times. In uh, those days. Michael Bay criticized McGee for kind of aping the way he, that he shot, specifically shot giant robots in film and so mcgee in an interview and i share like this exists i actually i actually shared an article about this on facebook not too long ago mcgee challenged michael bay to a dick measuring contest <laughs> part of me wishes i was making that up but also part of me thinks it's kind of amazing and just how like wacky it is well, who had the bigger wiener? Tune in next week on Too to Much find out. To Find Out. <laughs> so Pterosaur lands and he's like, Soap, bitch. Yeah, I'm he's going to make you suck my dick. Yeah, he's basically just like, yeah, just the kind of stupid plan that someone like you would come up with, Megatron. Yeah, and he that's lands, why, criticizes and that, his plan. And that's why I'm taking over. And Megatron is all like, ah, oh, Pterosaur, I thought you had learned your lesson about challenging me. Right? Which is what he did last week. So we're starting to actually see the difference between production order versus broadcast order now. Yep. Because this episode in broadcast order aired originally. So when you're 
like when you were watching this in 96 or even watching it according to broadcast order which it is on tubi and even on uh my dvd box set that i have you're like if you were watching it just purely in that order you're like okay wait okay so did did pterosaur challenge megatron's leadership at some point before because we've only seen dinobot do that yeah and you probably wonder oh is he like referencing something back on cybertron nope just the production order is different <laughs> yeah it's just you know a thing the pterosaur just did last week <laughs> and in a very perplexing move uh probably because he was directly like challenged but in a in a very perplexing move megatron accepts and like duels him yes and he what he says and i love this megatron is like oh what the hell he doesn't say what the hell but he's basically <laughs> like oh oh what the hell yes i could use some amusement yep and then he terrorizes and then shoots at pterosaur and pterosaur what does he shoot at pterosaur because I... I think i think he also has shoulder cannons too yeah which i think Hold is what up. he shoots yeah, I was like, wait, he doesn't shoot him with his purple laser. Shoots him with, like, shoulder cannons or something. And I'm like, huh, everybody's got these nowadays. Maybe it's his tail thing. Oh, oh maybe, yeah. And regardless, he, he shoots, like, a two... Are they missiles, oh, or are they... It's his hip launchers, right. He's... What? I just I just referred to the, to the episode. Hip but... launchers? Yes, uh, these That's were actually... I didn't remember. Uh, yeah, he has these two like circular purple plates on uh, both of his hips um, that have <laughs> uh, missiles in them, apparently. Uh, I actually used to have the toy of Megatron. These circular plates on the toy did have these like little missiles where you could press a button and they would launch out, as with so many huh. toys. Motherfuckers that got thing. missiles. So he's been waiting this many episodes to reveal that he he can shoot missiles he's been waiting eight weeks to show <laughs> us those fucking hip missiles so he thrusts his missiles right in Terator's oh, face um <laughs> and they explode all over him and pterosaur cackles in delight and he's seemingly not even hurt and <laughs> you like that? uh the phrasing <laughs> You chose the phrasing you used through that entire sentence. I'm like, wow. <laughs> what about it? So, anyways, <laughs> so the expl it explodes all over Pterosaur's face, and he just comes out of it un completely unhurt. And what does he say? Does he say something smarmy? Yes. What he says is that what he laughs and he's like, that was amusing, but not as funny as this. And then and he, he whips out like. It looks, it's not like his normal gun. His normal gun has changed too. No, now and it's like a now he has sci fi like a, rifle. Now, now he has a straight up like Terminator weapon. Yeah, he's got, and it's got like a little, um, like ACOG, like aperture sight <laughs> on it. Yeah. And he, holy shit, he just shoots the fuck out of Megatron. Yes, he really does. Like, just shoots, like, repeatedly. Just, and, like, chunks of him fly off. Yeah. And Megatron, like, eventually, like, sails off the, the side of the cliff. And he's falling down. And parts of him are breaking away. As he's hitting the cliff side, falling further and further down, parts of him are breaking off. 
Yeah. And he's like yelling. And this is what I mean by the animators are showing off now. Like, wow. Like so much chunks come off of him when Pterosaur is giving him the, the, the big gun. And as he's falling down like the mountain, more chunks are flying off. And you're like, I'm thinking, my, my partner said to me, she was like, is he fucking dead? <laughs> right? He is and like, he is really fucked up. Like, he's probably dead he's... before he hits the ground. But when he does hit the ground, like, sorry, all... like a, a rock slab. Yeah, all of his limbs have been severed. He's straight up got like wires sticking out. The The lights of his eyes go out like motherfucker. Yeah, the, the red lights in his eyes fade out. Yeah, like motherfucker's dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, oh, and the uh, the other Predacons, the are they all bugs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scorpionok, uh, Waspinator, and Tarantulas. The bugs like look over the edge and they're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, and Scorpionok is all like, "Megatron, Megatron, <laughs> are are you okay? If you're okay, say nothing." and then pterosaur is all like "Hmm, pterosaur has never had that much power no he sounds more like pterosaur has never had that much power it's something between christopher and i's impression (laughs) i assure you (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) Uh, and then what does he say does anyone else challenge me and waspinator is all like Raspinator does not believe it. <laughs> and um, Pterosaur like wags his gut, his giant gun around, and he's like, "Anybody else? Uh, I don't know. Anybody else have anything to say?" Or does yeah, anyone... he's like, yeah, he says something along the lines of, "Does like, anyone contest Megatron?" He's like, "Megatron is scrap." Yes, he actually says yes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he's all like, "Megatron is scrap." Yes, I am your leader now. Would anyone else like to challenge this or something along those lines? Yep, and they definitely say no. <laughs> yeah, they're all like they shake their little animal heads. Yeah, they all they're all like shaking their heads and being like, "No, no, no not me." No, 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 no. And, and this is when he starts short circuiting. Not quite. Uh, oh no, pterosaur is like. Good. Oh, right. Then charge yourselves for battle. We attack the maximal base. And I think we have a commercial break here. Then we come back and Pterosaur is like, here are my orders. Waspinator and I. And then he starts shorting out. Right. And his voice goes back to normal. And uh, yeah. And he's like, uh, I have some matters to attend to. Um, Tarantulas, you're in charge until my return. And well, he and tar- runs and tarantula- and jumps off the edge. Tarantulas immediately is all like, hmm, "Is something wrong, Pterosaur?" Yeah, he like, and he he's like, he's like rubbing, he's like rubbing his little like spider, <laughs> spider, yeah, bits. whatever they are. He's rubbing <laughs> his bits in glee, and he's like, "Is something wrong?" And he's like, "I have matters to attend to." Tarantulas, you're in charge until I get back. And he goes beast beast mode midair and flies off. And then in my favorite moment in this episode, they the remaining Predacons kind of walk over and watch Pterosaur fly away. And Scorpinox says to Tarantulas, he's like, what do you mean you command? 
I'm second in command. I'm second in command. <laughs> and then uh, Tarantulas is just like, no command. And, th- and then he just fucks thre- off. Yeah, and then kind of like throws his like little mandibles up and then just turns around and leaves. <laughs> yeah, so command. And then he leaves. So there's literally only Waspinator and Scorpionok there. <laughs> yeah. And then Waspinator is like, well. And Scorpionok's like, like, well, what? If you're second in command, what is your command? Uh, and then there's like an awkward silence. <laughs> yeah. And eventually he kind of like um scuttles over to the edge and looks down at Megatron. And he says something along the lines of, return to base and activate the... Oh, shoot. What are, what are the pools called again? The recovery uh, pools or... And activate the... What he refers to at, as in this episode is the restoration module. Restoration never, module. He will never be called that again. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, return to base and activate the restoration module. And yeah. what does he say? We we must return our we, true we must, leader? We must salvage our true leader. Yeah. We must return daddy. <laughs> Megatron. <laughs> and, uh, yep. Then it, like, cuts away. I think it, what does it do? Jump to the Axelon? Yeah, we're back at the maximal base, and uh, <laughs> Cheetor shows up and is all like just like derping around everywhere. Like, oh, he's yeah, he's coming running. in top speed. Which I'm like, I'm immediately wondering, I'm like, how did he get into the ship? Because so far, <laughs> exactly, so far, all we've seen before, like the only way of uh, leaving or entering the ship is that little elevator panel, which is on which the is bridge. The, yeah, it's on the bridge, and it joins Optimus and the others on, or a couple of the others on the bridge, yeah. right? But it shows Cheetor, like you said, running from the opposite side of the ship, like down hallways, like um, slipping and sliding because he's moving so fast. Yeah. And I'm like... Looking very much like a cat, I will say. Yeah, they, they did a good job animating <laughs> a cat running down a hallway. <laughs> and I'm like, where? how did he get in? Yeah. Where's Cheetor so, coming from here? That presumes there's two again things only people in their thirties will notice about a cartoon <laughs> meant for ten year olds. <laughs> but the, the the answer isn't that there's another entrance. The answer is that they wanted to animate a cat slip sliding around. <laughs> yeah, um, and he slides into the console room. He, just like a cat, he knocks over people's like cups of coffee and papers, and he says, "I didn't write it down. I didn't write uh, any of the episode." down i did watch it uh almost twice though uh but what he almost. says is a bunch of gobbledygook like like yeah so verbal dyslexia <laughs> yeah like, verbal dis- verbal verbal dyslexia is the the perfect way to describe that so he says something along the lines of like oh christopher megatron um, we missed crap. a tiny little scene oh did we yeah when it shows all of that with the predacons the camera pans out and it shows Cheetor like spying on them, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta tell Optimus." Oh, right, That's because he knows. He, yeah, <laughs> sorry, because he's, sorry, because, listeners. Be, because he's all like ultra bad. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, ultra bad. Um, Cheetor is spying. which I gotta say, like ultra bad is to me like it sounds like a Scorpionok saying. No, it sounds like 
dudes in their 30s like trying to write something kids would say how do you do fellow kids (laughs) ultra bad this is totally (laughs) unfresh (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's what it is it is a bunch of dudes in (laughs) their late 20s and 30s and probably like 40s like writing for the show right yeah yeah uh so anyways yeah he was spying on the battle between pterosaur and megatron which is how cheetor even saw this and why he slips sliding around in the axelon and he runs up to megatron and he's like huh huh megatron destroy pterosaur crystal uh, mountain mountain." pudding (laughs) Pudding. Optimus, optimus is like calm down cheetor better transform and cheetor is just like right and then he transforms to robot form i don't know why that makes things better so this is why i think that makes things better (laughs) okay fan i think that they their instincts or their minds are more influenced by the animal that they are representing when they're in their beast mode hmm so that's why when Cheetor is in his beast mode, he's like rebellious and he like wants to run and move fast and and like 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 do cat things. And so when they're in their robot form, I think they can kind of like think more clearly, um, strategize like better. Uh, that this is just bullshit. This is never proven <laughs> throughout the the show, but that's the only reason I can think of Optimus. Um telling cheetor this is kind of like hey why don't you transform and talk like a a maximal um i'm not going to like spoil anything but there may be an episode late in the first season that kind of explores that oh touches on their instincts okay yeah the 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 effect that being in beast form has on their psyche oh okay so maybe my theory we'll we'll see We'll see yeah. if my theory is is true or not. But yeah, yeah. he's all over we'll, the place. We'll, we'll we'll get there in about six months. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's all like, uh, pudding, uh, d- bad guys blown up, mountain uh, float, Duncan Dunkaroos, <laughs> Dunkaroos. <laughs> uh, they they don't taste the same anymore. I swear. <laughs> and and <laughs> they don't. I used to, those were my jam, and they taste like shit now. Those are my bread and butter, and they they are garbage now. Anyways, I, I was eating a lot of Dunkaroos around this time, actually. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Hashtag only 90s kids remember. Yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, he's like, whoa, whoa, calm down. Transform into your, uh, what is he? Does he see robot form? Yeah, something. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Specifically. He, Transform, yeah. and, he, and he does, and he's like, oh, yeah, pterosaur something in a floating island, and then yeah, he what like... he said, he's like, right, pterosaur is leading the Predacons now. They're going to attack our base, and Rhinox is all like, what? <laughs> and like, yeah, and something about a floating island. And, and Optimus is like, what about Megatron? And uh, Cheetor is like, pterosaur scrapped him like he was a maintenance bot. <laughs> poor maintenance bot and just out of nowhere is like he must have gotten a massive energon surge or something like that from that floating mountain and he says it in like such a matter of fact way as though like they would know what the fuck he's talking about yeah and then 
it proceeds that they actually don't know what the fuck he's talking no, about. No, they don't, because Rhinox immediately is like, immediately is like, floating mountain, and Rat Trap's like, eh, what? You got your circuits crossed, kiddo. Mountains don't fly. And then you... what does he do? He pushes them, and he's like, not fly, float. It's true, Optimus. I saw it. Pterosaur flew away from it faster than I've ever seen him move. You have to believe me, Dad. Come on, <laughs> I'm telling the truth this time. And Dad like, Bot is like, hmm. To think of Optimus more as Cheetor's uncle. The cool uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Not the alcoholic uncle. No, the one that, that's got his shit together. <laughs> He's more uh, strict than his dad, so he doesn't like that, but he also has like uh, a convertible <laughs> <laughs> and a motorcycle. <laughs> and a motorcycle. And that a jetpack. That he drives at the same time. <laughs> and a jetpack. Uh, and he is a convertible. Man, you're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're just they're... like, you're doing, you're doing good. Gotta say. I saved good. my brain juice for this <laughs> moment, even though I forgot it was, I thought it was like a different day. <laughs> um, ah, so they're like, okay, well, so show us he, on this like 3D map that the animators want to show off. Yeah, so Cheetor is like, <laughs> it's true, Optimus. I saw it. Uh, Pterosaur flew away from it faster than I've ever seen him move. And che uh, Optimus, being the like, uh, being the optimist he is. Yeah, being the, the cool uncle that he is, he takes uh, his nephew Cheetor's <laughs> concerns seriously, and he's <laughs> like, show us on the map where you saw this floating mountain. And Cheetor touches it, and he's like, right here. And then we transition <laughs> to a shot of the actual mountain, and Pterosaur is in beast form flying toward it, and he's clearly Jonesen. Like, he, he needs his fix. <laughs> yeah. I also noted that he was spotted. Is is he always spotted? And I'm just noticing now, or is it because I'm looking for differences and he always had kind of like spots on his back? Uh he always had spots on his back. I think they're darker in this episode. They they kind of look darker. Hey, yeah. that's what Juicin does to you kids. Makes you all pimply and shit. It, it... Also gives you huge muscles and small balls. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean that's what they say, but that's what they say. It's only if you do long term. I can't juice. say I've ever juiced. Neither have I. <laughs> I mean, I've done plenty. Juiced of with my, I've juiced with my Ninja Blender. Does that count? That is wholesome juicing, right there, good that, sir. That's wholesome juicing. Yeah. Ah, oh, what the heck was that? Oh, there's a 3D map all of a sudden on the console. Yeah. Th this. So what happens is this is weird, and I don't really understand it. It shows um, two little dots with dashes behind them. So it looks like they're tracking two Predacons movements. Yeah, they're tracking uh Pterosaur and uh, a mystery thing. Tarantulas. No, we've we've already before we cut over to here, we've already seen oh, the right. Tarantulas. It shows us. Yeah. 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 Tarantulas is following Pterosaur <laughs> and he's all like he's all like, Yes, lead me to your secret. Are you there. And I'm back. <laughs> and you're back. Hey, this is Too Much Energy on a weekly <laughs> podcast where we um This is take two. Yeah, um, so it it last last uh thing we talked about was Tarantulas scuttling his mandibles, being like, Yes, show me where your secret is, or something like that. All right, so 
Optimus is showing on like a 3D, like Iron Man-ish kind of like grid on the console, um, that there's two Predacons moving. And he says, this one must be Pterosaur, but I'm not sure what this other one energy signature is. And then it suddenly kind of like hits static like a little bit and they like lose signal. Okay, so yeah. In and I'm team, co- what I find I'm strange about that. Go on. Yeah, so they're they're tracking these two Predacons, uh, Pterosaur and Tarantula. Long distance. Yeah, long distance. And then the signal gets disrupted. And Rhinox is like, oh, uh, the signal is jammed. They must be near a massive... Uh, the signal's jammed due to energon interference. They must be near a massive energon source. Yeah, and I'm and like... Then, and then Optimus is like, or like a mountain of it, and he types a bunch of stuff up. And then all of a sudden, like a graphic of the floating mountain appears. So, so what's like? So, so what he... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so what... It, so it's like, okay, so the Energon interference is so strong that you can't track the Predacons anymore, but you can still create a 3D model of the floating mountain. Okay. This is so weird. <laughs> Again, only because we're in our 30s do we even <laughs> dissect it this much. But what happens is they can no longer track them, and Optimus types some bullshit into the, the console, and then it has a projector a projection of where um, their those two dots would have gone if they had stayed true to their course. So it shows the projected movement, and he goes there. They're heading towards this, and then he taps it like the the 3D like kind of like rendering, and it's just like a very rudimentary like everything's just like kind of like old like kind of lawnmower man-esque and <laughs> it just shows little dots for like where the predacons like projected movement is going to be and then he's like there and he like double taps it and then a fully rendered like 3d model of the floating island the floating mountain comes up and that's when um cheetor's like see i told you or something and i'm like what is i have a lot of I don't want to get into it too much because, again, children's show, but I don't understand why the Energon deposit being way the fuck out there, like 100 clicks or wherever it is out in the jungle, mm. is interfering with their computer in the Axelon. Also, how the heck are they able to accurately track them that far when it's been established that they've been having trouble doing just that the entire show? Like that is a really accurate like 3D tracking device, and they've never used it in the entirety of the show. That yeah. could have helped them immensely. They could have been like, "Oh, we need to go send Dinobot and Optimus reinforcements retrieving the the stasis pod because it looks like uh, three Predacons are on route en route as well." So I'm like, "When did they have this?" <laughs> right? So I'm. You're not like, wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm not like I'm not happy that like if they had just opened the scene with by the way, we got the Axelon's like long range three D mapping repaired. <laughs> oh good. I'd be fine with that. So my headcanon is that they just magically made this work and they never had it before. Because wow is that good to have. Being able to scan that far out. I'm not even gonna touch on why it doesn't work because the the area where they're scanning 
has too much energon <laughs> or how he double tapped the area where they were heading and he suddenly got like a Google Maps 3D rendering of the of the floating mountain. Well, and also that, like uh, enhanced like rendering scans of like a planet's uh, topography is kind of dependent on having satellites. Which yeah, so are the stasis pods in orbit around the planet? Like, are they almost like satellites as do well? They, yeah, do they function as satellites? Like, do they? That's the only thing I could think of. But I assure you, it is never explained. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to let it go <laughs> and, and move past it. and Until next week. <laughs> yeah. And, um, when, this, when something like this inevitably comes up again. And for some reason, what ends up happening? Yeah, until it inevitably happens again. <laughs> for some reason, it's just Optimus and Rat Trap that go? Yeah, Optimus is basically... I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's basically just like, Rat Trap, suit up. And Rat Trap's like, why? Or to do what? Oh, uh, no, he, he tells Rat Trap to prepare demolition charges. Right. Rat Trap is like, oh, to do what? And Optimus is like, to destroy that floating mountain before the Predacons secure it. Mm -hmm. Then Rattrap is like, says something to the camera. I can't remember what it is now. <laughs> um, but then we transition back to uh, Pterosaur flying toward the floating mountain. Yes. And he's all like, ah, oh, I need to replenish my power. Like he's coming down from. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's coming down hard. Yeah. He's tweaking. Oh, and uh, I think there's a little... Sh is there a weird shot of Tarantulas? Yeah, Tarantulas is beneath the mountain, and he transforms. Like, he's directly beneath it, and he transforms, and his computer... His internal computer is all like, oh, uh... Warning, Energon Surge. Convert back to beast form. Stasis lock in four cycles. And he's like, plenty of time for me to do what I need to do, or... Something along those lines. Yeah, and he shoots this, like, grappling gun thing. Oh, up. yeah. So I was like, how the heck, heck is he going to get up there? Uh, apparently his gun, instead of just shooting, like, a little missile, it can just shoot that, like, like that, like, crossbow-like thing right off of the gun, and it's a grappling hook. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, the Tarantulas toy did that as well. Oh. It's got yeah. a little grappling hook? Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the I loved the, the toys with like grappling hook stuff when I was a kid. Yeah, the the in the tarantula's toy, the the missile uh, actually had a string attached to it, so it was functioned kind of like a grappling hook. Oh, cool! Obviously, the the toy ver the toyetic version of that. And um, this, this is a hilarious part. He immediately transforms back into a tarantula or a spider-like thing, and he climbs up. The, the grappling hook rope. Uh, yeah. And then it cuts to an upward shot. And oh, by the way, um, this island, it's slowly spinning for, oh, the, really? for the listeners. Yeah, it's slowly spinning. It's not I... just like stationary floating. It's actually all the rocks underneath it have a different trajectory, but it's a really cool shot because it shows the, the, the mountain like slowly spinning and all the rocks underneath it kind of like having their own little orbit around underneath it. Oh, that's... The only reason I noticed it, because the island is spinning, but his grappling hook is completely stationary. <laughs> and it's clipping through the bottom 
of the the, the floating <laughs> mountain. And I'm like, hey, shouldn't his grappling hook be moving to eh? <laughs> that's way too hard to animate. So that's how I noticed it was it was spinning. Interesting. Well, cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, so we cut away to Optimus in robot form, flying with rat this is trap. Great. <laughs> With rat trap in beast form, just holding on, just on top and he's of like him, fidgeting just and like, yeah. And he says the line. He's like, "Oh, I don't like this, man. If I wanted to fly, I would have become a bat, not a rat." Yeah, interesting that he still would have been a rodent, but he would have been a bat. Bats aren't rodents. They're not. No, they're mammals. Well, rodents are mammals as well. I don't know. This oh. came up in a Batman movie. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, that's what I. That's entirely what I'm basing this off of. Probably not. They're they're probably. I'm probably just getting confu- that confused with the word pest, because mm. they do have like diseases and yeah and stuff. Yeah, um, which um, apparently COVID is apparently not whatever creature they thought it was. They actually think it's from bats now. They've been saying that for a while now. Everything is from bats. <laughs> Stay away from bats, people. Fucking bats. <laughs> Also, uh, don't eat them. Worked out for Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently uh, Ozzy, uh, I don't know if anyone listening does not know the famous Ozzy Osbourne moment, but someone threw a bat up on on stage one time during one of his performances, and like without hesitation, he grabbed it and bit its fucking head off. <laughs> like blood, like it, yeah, I bit its head off. Apparently, I wonder how said, much I wonder how much LSD he was on at the time. And, oh, a lot. Um, he had <laughs> said that he was he had straight up said that he was high, and he thought it was a toy bat because it wasn't flying or like moving that much. Yeah. So he he thought it was a toy bat. Mm. But I mean, that's a pretty fucking badass thing to do. <laughs> Not even hesitating and like just fucking bite like, especially for for his image back then. Yeah, he bit yeah. a fucking bat head off people. And as far as I know, he didn't get sick or get rabies. So, <laughs> uh, definitely not something you want to do in today's world. But uh, yeah, Rat Trap I, I, is afraid of. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna bring up. Um, I find Rat Trap's reference of a bat to Optimus kind of interesting because the original Optimus Primal toy uh, in the Beast Wars toy line during the the first wave. Optimus Primal was actually a bat. When you uh, posted the picture, yes, too much energy on Facebook group, and you had flipped that toy over, I noticed there was a bat, and it said Optimus. Yeah, I was like, "What? Well, wait, hold up, Optimus is a bat." Uh, so for the listeners, today I went to a local toy store, um, and I managed to find a uh, carded boxed unopened toy it was a a two-pack of optimus primal and megatron from the first very first wave of the beast wars action figures it was the first beast wars toy i ever bought uh back in 1996 but in this two-pack optimus was a bat and megatron was a crocodile megatron was a crocodile yeah 
Uh, <laughs> wow. It, like the toy line came out uh, sometime before the show, like several months before the show. Yeah, I have no idea why they changed in the show. They changed their forms, but they did. But I've always kind of thought that uh, Rattrap's line re- referencing bats to Optimus in this scene. I've always kind of thought that that was ah, a subtle, subtle little nod. That makes sense. That. Yeah, I, I could be. I could be looking just looking too much into it, but I could see Optimus being a bat, but I think a gorilla is a little more fitting because gorillas are like powerful and like you know he's a silverback gorilla. It's like the one of the the king kings of apex predators, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas in, a bat isn't really mighty. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, in the uh, the follow up series to this, Beast Machines, uh, there it ends up actually being a Maximal whose alternate form is a bat, and he's uh, he's not very mighty, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beast Wars Transformers. I'm looking at the uh, Christopher has. Um... Who is this? Optimus? Bat Optimus? No. Yeah. It's both. It's Optimus and Megatron. Yeah, it's a two-pack. It also comes with a uh a little mini comic book. Yeah, come in, um, check us out on the Facebook group. You can actually see uh some up close pictures Christopher took of his ancient beast war- pre-TV show Beast Wars. Um, yes. Still in the package. And this toy that I bought today is completely unopened. And it's a toy that was released 24 years ago. Which I'm just like... That Optimus looks pretty cool in this robot mode. The thing with the... uh, They're both like basic sized uh, Beast Wars figures. Yeah, they're not too too detailed, I noticed. Well, and the thing with the like basic sized Beast Wars figures was... The way you would transform them was it was so weird. Like with all of them, you would basically like they they were all spring loaded. So you would lift up their tail of their beast form. Uh, It would be attached like there'd be a piece of plastic that would be connected to it and it would be attached to a spring that would kind of just like snap their robot body, their beast head down and their robot body down. And then right. they, would, they would just be in robot form. There was no like complexity at all to the transformation. So they were actually kind of boring and kind of cheap <laughs> feeling figures. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I think, like I said, in episode one of Too Much Energon, uh, I think I had the Dinobot one because I remember it being pretty basic. Uh, Dinobot was actually the a step up from that, a deluxe beast, and though like some of those were actually pretty cool, a lot of them are. Oh, it was definitely a little bit better than whatever I'm seeing in the in the Bat Optimus, and but yeah, it was a it was a it wasn't like terrific. It wasn't like toys nowadays, yeah. but um, it wasn't like very very complex either. There were actually some pretty dope figures in the uh in the the beast wars line though like the um uh in the mega beast line the uh scorponok scorponok was actually a pretty rad figure hmm. uh so was inferno a character we have not met yet that's who they keep referencing <laughs> in the deluxe actually in the deluxe line most of the deluxe really cool deluxe figures were of characters that didn't make it onto the show <laughs> Oh, interesting. Like my two favorites mm. were uh 
Uh, one's name was Wolf Fang, who, as you could probably guess, was a wolf. But he he was a really cool deluxe figure. He was actually my favorite that when I was a kid. Very familiar. Um, and Cyber Shark. Cyber Shark. Wow. Yes. Cyber Shark was a rad uh, deluxe size figure, but again, never made it. Excuse me, never made it into the show. Cyber Shark sounds rad. It's yeah, look, like look up pictures of the Beast Wars Cyber Shark figure. Like he was really cool. I will. But yeah, uh, so Optimus and Rat Trap are flying through the air. Rat Trap's all like, man, I know you were a, you used to be a bat at one time. <laughs> yeah. And this also reveals that Rat Trap really doesn't like heights, like at all. Yeah. And he's... Optimi- Optimus is kind of like, will you stop? What does he say? Stop. Squirming. I think he says you're will throwing you off stop, my will you stop wiggling? Yeah, will you stop wiggling? You're I can't remember exactly what he says, but you're affecting the affecting the the flight. And uh they fly towards the island and then beast You're causing some shit. Dang it. <laughs> um yeah, you're causing some shit, <laughs> son. Uh and then Rat Trap looks up and he says and he kind of like looks in awe at the floating mountain and he says Oh, uh, I guess I owe uh, the kid uh, an apology, huh? Yeah, and so Optimus and Rattrap land, and Rattrap immediately dives off of Optimus's back and just kisses the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, so he, he's clearly afraid of height, like very afraid of heights. And Optimus starts shorting out immediately from all of the energon on this mountain so he goes back to beast form and they trek on into the mountain yeah they trek deeper into the mountain they go through like a little canyon and there's uh energon shards sticking out i don't really remember the the exchange but it's not too important and then they i i really like it when the maximals um sneak behind like a, a rocky outcropping (laughs) <laughs> and that's what happens here. They like sneak and they see Pterosaur. They they see him like coming into the middle of the mountain, which is like where all the huge energon crystal deposits are. And they kind of like duck down. Mm-hmm. And um that's when Pterosaur like lands and he he juices up again. Yeah. I think before it cuts to a commercial break, Rat Trap says something like I don't know, but he, he seems like uh oh, like he says this is bad. <laughs> Which ends yeah. up becoming a... Uh, He's, he said it, that before, too. <laughs> yeah, it, it it becomes a recurring catchphrase. That's what it says, yeah. And uh, it I, is I, because... I, I do want to point out, though, in this uh, sequence that we just passed, like, I feel like Optimus's facial animations are getting even better. I they, Thank you, yeah. When it shows them <laughs> up close and it shows them sneaking... Right, yeah. they're kind of like crouched behind this rock. Wow, like, yeah, the the animation of both Rat Trap and Optimus in this scene and the one that follows is like top tier uh, out of the entire show so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're definitely like they're definitely they're showing in, off with this one. Yeah, they're they're definitely learning on the job, you know. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're doing a good job. And much like us with this podcast. Yeah, you're goddamn right. (laughs) Then Optimus is like, I'm going to 
uh, cause a distraction and lead him away from here, uh, you set up the demolitions. And... and and then Rat Trap is basically just like, man, and what if you get scrapped? I'm stuck up here, and it's a long <laughs> way down. Do you remember what Optimus says back to him? No, I don't. Um, I don't plan on that happening or something very something optimacy and uh oh no 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 oh no 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 i remember now he was like sure is oh really i remembered it was (laughs) something humorous (laughs) i just remember that yeah rat traps just like like if you get scrapped and i'm stuck here all by myself it's a long way down and (laughs) optimus is just like sure is and then he tra- yeah, and then he he transforms and says, uh, "Optimus Primal, maximize!" L- like loudly. For I don't understand why they didn't just let Pterosaur fly away, but maybe it's because they don't want him to just fly off to the maximal base and fuck them up. Presumably, yes. And so he kind of just um, rockets up in the air a bit, and then um, ju- the juice kind of in his full form again pterosaur he turns around and he goes ah optimus yeah i don't recall quite their exchange i don't either doesn't really matter doesn't matter there's there's an exchange optimus takes off in flight uh pterosaur chases after him this Uh, is interesting his shoulder cannon showing off yeah yeah his shoulder cannons pop up and he's like all shooting at optimus optimus is dodging every single one of his plasma missiles dodging the plasma like missiles and they're actually like missiles they're not just like little photon blasts uh like usual yeah and this is interesting because it's kind of like skill versus like training and like skill versus like power Mm -hmm. optimus can't beat him but like optimus is also badass and like studious and tactical and so he kind of does a few tricks. Like he he kind of stops short behind a floating. It's underneath the island for everyone listening. And there's like other floating rocks nearby, some of them very large. And he kind of momentarily tricks uh, Pterosaur by going like behind one of these rocks and stopping short and then like firing at him. And he does. And he hits Pterosaur with the shoulder cannons. But it doesn't do anything. <laughs> And then we uh, cut back to Rattrap on the mountain, uh, who transforms and immediately begins uh, to short out. And, yeah, immediately. And his internal computer is all like... Also da- a sexy female computer voice. Danger, energon surge, uh, stasis lock imminent, transform immediately. And he's all like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, I it's interesting. He's he's the like demolitions engineer guy. And he always like if as long as he's prepared, even if he's not prepared, he always has like this like these little gadgets. And his yeah, left and his, arm opens up. Yeah, and his little like forearm thingies. Yeah, his, his forearm holding things. We know that they're just meant his for holding. Forearms of holding. <laughs> his, his forearms of holding. <laughs> and um one of the little pods open up and he's got this like square explosive device and he plucks it on a a crystal he taps his uh, his right forearm and it opens up and there's another explosive dice 
uh, device, and he puts that on the other side. Explosive (laughs) dice. Eh, Time to roll my dice. He just throws like a d20 at an energon crystal, and it explodes. (laughs) Well, the uh, speaking of exploding. Go ahead. <laughs> he, he, he throws a, a d20 to an energon crystal and it ends up being a one and nothing happens. Oh, <laughs> in the world of darkness, um, some of the systems for some of the uh, the games set in the world of darkness, uh, they use like a, a 10 again and it's called like expl- they explode. So what that means is if you roll three and two of them are tens, you roll another two and that's going to be like for the for five people even know what the heck i'm talking about but yeah they those are that's when they they explode so that made me think of think of that that's the that's an actual tabletop term anyways folks he does not have dice he has device so is that like rolling doubles three times in monopoly But <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> potentially better because if you roll a ten again, not only is it count does it count as a success, but you get to roll again. So you can potentially roll for infinity as long as you keep rolling a ten. So that is kind of like rolling doubles in Monopoly, except if you do it three times, you end up in jail. Yeah the the odds of that Wait. happening seem small, but I've seen that happen so often. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's happened to me many times, which really like isn't particularly realistic because it's like, oh, you are lucking out and succeeding financially. Oh, you're lucking out and succeeding financially again. Oh, you're succeeding again. OK, now you go to jail. Yeah, clearly something must wrong. be cheating. You, clearly something's wrong. You must you, you must be cheating. Time to go to jail. Slap the, cu- slap the cuffs on him, boys. And then you can <laughs> that get is out not of how jail. that is not how the real world works. It should, though. <laughs> <laughs> it should, yes. The uh, and then you're like, oh, you can like pay a small fine to get out of jail, or you can try to roll doubles. And then your doubles uh, luck all is never there anymore. No, you used it all getting into jail. Although I feel like the. Uh, paying a fine to get out of jail if you have already been established as a wealthy person probably kind of realistic that's 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 more accurate (laughs) oh man i hit someone with my car Uh, i guess i should publicly apologize and i don't know like pay a small fine yeah yeah i should uh a public apology and pay twenty dollars to each player Yeah, essentially. I'm looking at you, everybody who's hit somebody in a car that I can't think of right now. Anyways, but this isn't celebrity gossip. Like like that asshole who hit me uh, four days after my birthday at the beginning of the year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was, there was someone who bumped me when I was skateboarding. Speaking of a birthday, I think it was your birthday years ago. And I was skateboarding and somebody bumped me. I, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It wasn't my birthday, but I do remember this. Yeah, it was an event to go hang out and somebody bumped me, but it's not the bump that hurt. It's that the skateboard flew out from underneath me. I wiped pretty hard (laughs) and then I was like, I'm going to go home and get my my partner to drive me. (laughs) 
and the person even stopped and was like, "Oh, holy shit, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, thanks for checking." And I like grabbed my board and hobbled home. But anyways, this isn't a skateboarding podcast. This is a Beast Wars podcast. Uh, I will say, though, for this dude who uh, hit me at the beginning of the year, four days after my birthday, uh, which was January 7th, uh, I was walking to work. Uh, I work, for the listeners, I work very early in the morning. Like, I'm usually walking to work at about 5.30 a.m. So I was crossing a, like, kind of rural side street um wasn't like a main road or anything like that uh but i was crossing this guy in like a white car pulls up to the intersection and then just like turns right into me and like knocks me over and i was like and like when i fell down i was like dude like what the fuck he keeps driving for a little bit and then stops and is yells out sorry you shouldn't be wearing black at night and then speeds away. Wow. Make makes it a bit to, to make himself feel better about fucking off <laughs> yeah. and not stopping. Yeah. He, he fucking Man, victim blames. A, yeah. He fucking victim blames. I hate how common that shit is. Oh geez. I was clearly in the wrong. Uh, uh you shouldn't wear black at night. Fuck <laughs> off before you can even like retort or man. Hey, I me- cowards I, like that. Like, I remember, pull over I remember, and go, hey, man, are you okay? And, like, what do you want to do? And, yeah. <laughs> what, your dick sucks? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Do I you want to po- ride to work? <laughs> like, something. <laughs> like, yeah, right? Even that. You shouldn't I mean... wear black at night, faggot. And then he speeds <laughs> off. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I remember posting about this on Facebook. Uh, and, like, like I said, this was four days after my birthday. So this was January 7th, right at the beginning of the year. Uh, I was like, wow, great start to 2020. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, I Little know, did right? you know. Little did <laughs> I know. It was an omen. <laughs> the guy hits you and then says you shouldn't wear black at night and speeds <laughs> off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. That's, that's a good, like accurate omen of the entirety of 2020 (laughs) um depending on what year you're listening to this (laughs) readers uh right now it's september and we can't go outside because the air is toxic on the west coast oh yes that's that's the latest thing is so before i used to get exercise by getting the heck out of the apartment and um, yes, in uh, late summer of 2020, there was a fire that started in California, I believe, uh, for a very important 2020 reason. Because someone was having a gender reveal party and set off pyro. They set off fucking like fireworks and pyrotechnics, <laughs> and some of it went wrong. And oh, lo and behold, it's drought season in California. You're not allowed campfires. You're not allowed. You'll get charged up the ass if you throw a cigarette butt on the ground. But these fucking assholes decide it's a great time to have like pyrotechnics in the color of, oh, geez, I don't know, blue. Honestly, like. It doesn't matter. It started a fire. Well, no, but like, (laughs) honestly, that is the most like fucking America. Yeah. 
but that's also <laughs> to, to to talk to you. You get hit, and then the guy yells, "You shouldn't be wearing black." That that just like it's like these guys started the fire. Which again, by the way, we haven't. Well, if you have to walk to work, there's not much you can fucking do. But if you go and you check the toxicity levels online, you can literally Google the place where you live and say like air toxicity, and there's a rating of like one perfectly clean and great to 10 like do not go outside it's like seven and eight right now well yeah um i was reading a couple days ago that uh vancouver which we don't live in but we are very close to vancouver vancouver bc yeah vancouver bc vancouver bc has the worst air quality in the world right now in in the entire world how is that even possible Wow. That's right. Yeah. I heard Vancouver's worse. Yeah. Like it's at like 10 plus. No, yeah. Not just worse than us. Like the worst in literally the entire world. And um, yeah, go Google when the sky was red in 2020. And I, and I read this shit to this. I read this shit on Forbes. So like <laughs> it's, it's legit. <laughs> wow. Take that Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> right. When people are like, huh, well, at least it can't get worse. And yeah, we can't go outside. You, and, you shouldn't go outside. And, and 2020 is just like, hold my beer. Well, I still go outside. <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still go outside. And I mean, when you, I, when you, I, I feel kind of dumb about this, but like every day for the past like week or not week, but like maybe the past like four or five days, I've ended up with like a raging headache randomly. And I haven't really known why. And then a coworker of mine pointed out to me, they're like, oh, yeah, I've just I've had this awful headache. And I'm like, oh, well, like, why? And they're like, oh, it's because of the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, like, it's a derp moment for me. But like, <laughs> it didn't even occur to me that the smoke was was the root cause of these like sudden like raging fucking headaches that i've gotten every day for the past like four or five days yeah that's yeah and the, and there's long t- it's it's bad yeah like you got to do what you got to do because we got to pay rent but like yeah like that's why you're getting headaches and if it keeps up much longer like ho- hopefully not but like like wor- worse than headaches can can ha- happen Maybe I will become a toxic crusader. That's what I was going to say. Maybe if we look on the <laughs> the, the plus size. Um, on the plus size? But, <laughs> the plus size. <laughs> the plus side. Uh, maybe you'll develop like cool superpowers. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Smoke hmm. man. Smoke man with the ability <laughs> to smoke and cough and have headaches. <laughs> Uh, the cigarette smoking man. Uh, anyway, Beast Wars. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Beast, which is why we're inside watching Beast Wars. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, Pterosaur and Waspinator. Fuck. Pterosaur <laughs> and Optimus are flying around. Yes, and. Pterosaur is shooting his like jacked up uh, shoulder cannons at yeah, uh, Optimus. Optimus 
is outmaneuvering him at every turn. But Optimus stops under, for whatever reason, stops under this random like floating boulder. Yeah, to get like the drop on him. Yeah, and Pterosaur is all like, ah, and then shoots a couple like plasma missiles. Well, Ah. yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, doesn't he end up hitting? He does end up hitting Pterosaur. He gets the drop on him somehow, but it doesn't do anything. (laughs) Uh, Probably. Yeah, that little maneuver where he like goes underneath or behind like a boulder. He gets the drop on Pterosaur and he shoots him with his shoulder cannons, but it's not enough to to hurt juiced up Pterosaur. And that's mm. when um that's right, he still has eye lasers. Yes. Super but now, fucking juiced up eye lasers. Damn. <laughs> but now but now his fucking eye lasers are purple. Yeah, he's got purple, like big, thick, veiny eye lasers. And <laughs> he shoots them right at Optimus, and Optimus cries out and plummets. And as he's like plummeting, um, he kind of like lands on like a little rocky outcropping. And it looks like he's Pterosaur is gonna gonna finish him off, but like it's just it's you know it's it's just like the real thing. Like you you start jonesing earlier and earlier, and it it's not as good as the first hit. He's he's chasing that energon elephant, the, and uh, he immediately chase, starts... chasing the energon dragon, <laughs> or uh, yeah, dragon, not elephant. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes you mix up um, the the elephant, the elephant in the room. You know, the 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 dragon in the room, and the uh, you're chasing that elephant. <laughs> 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 yep. and uh so he's chasing the dragon in the room <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's a very ricky from trailer park boys thing to say <laughs> i do that uh... all the time uh, much more articulate in written form i assure you <laughs> so anyways he starts jonesing and he's like ah already and he transforms into a uh, pterodactyl form again and i think he says some quip like oh i'll finish you off later and he like flies back to uh he's to like again uh he's all like well worst case ontario i just go back to uh <laughs> <laughs> to juice and energon <laughs> worst case ontario <laughs> i just gotta go back to juice and energon eh <laughs> And then he takes off and he's like, oh, I'll get you later, you hose head. Uh, we're, we're teaching our uh, Turkish listeners some of <laughs> some of our Canadianisms. Uh, worst case, Ontario, I, I just go back to selling dope is like my favorite Ricky <laughs> quote from Trailer Park Boys. It, it's, a, it's an actual like great show. <laughs> especially if you stick with it and you start to realize the the inside jokes and the 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 type of humor and the fact and, that they never break character and especially if you grew up as canadian white trash i think it resonates more yeah as someone <laughs> who does. lived in a trailer park i can uh, i may have been one of the bottle kids <laughs> just saying <laughs> hey no shame um i mean have you have you ever thrown like Empty beer bottles at a wall? It's pretty sick. (laughs) Um, Anyways, uh, he's like, worst case, Ontario, I'm going back to 
juice up on Energon, <laughs> and he flies off. And then it cuts to um... me and my friends were always coming up with, especially when we were teenagers, <laughs> we were always coming up with weird, like weird, very, very trailer park esque schemes to just to come up with money, usually to get booze or drugs. Of course, yeah. Such but is like, the way. But like just some of the weird shit that we came up with was very like this this the antics that they get up to in Trailer Park Boys reminds me a lot of that time in my life. <laughs> As it should most people. <laughs> <laughs> At least every most of the people I I grew well, I mean most of the people I grew up with were also in the trailer park, so <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Uh so Beast Wars podcast, I swear. Uh, no, now we're now we're a Trailer Park Boys podcast. <laughs> so uh, grab your rum and coke oh. and come sit down. Oh, sorry, eh? We <laughs> we got to get back to them Beast Wars, yeah? Oh, we oh okay, whatever, Hoser. And, <laughs> we got to get back to them there Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so like, shows Rat Trap, eh? And he's like waiting for uh, who is he waiting for? He's <laughs> waiting for Optimus, and. Uh, He's like, oh, where yeah, are you, you wait. big lug? Yeah, he's waiting, waiting for that big monkey guy, eh? Oh, and then uh, tar- t- uh, Tarantula Man shows up. He's <laughs> just all here, too. And uh, he's like, oh, you're not getting away from me, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he's like... <laughs> So this is a Bob and Doug McKenzie <laughs> podcast now, eh? I guess, th- by the way, for everyone listening, this is the first time Christopher's heard my Canadian <laughs> voice guy. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. I I wanted to just play along with that, but holy shit! <laughs> um, I think. Uh, so you want to go for a rip, bud? <laughs> and uh, Rat Trap's like, "Oh, feel like going for a rip right now, but uh, I'll bum a dart from you." And he's like, "Take off." <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. Um. um I think it was Tarantula Man <laughs> that really just fucking killed me. <laughs> I thought that would be funnier than Spider Man. <laughs> oh. He's oh. alive, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I caught him very unaware. Uh, this is, listeners, this is genuine Christopher laughter, which not a lot of people hear. So, no, Christopher is usually a tough nut to to crack, unless it's something uh, that he recalls being funny and like he's telling a story and he's laughing at it. But uh, every once in a while, um, yes, I I find it. I find if I'm laughing at my own jokes, then a chink in his armor, and I dig the dagger in deep, and (laughs) I immobilize him for a couple minutes. Oh, like years ago, the whole like piss in the fucking fence thing. <laughs> I'm not even going to explain that to the listeners. 
No, that that had a, a few of us dead for an hour, for a year, really. <laughs> uh, so, uh, tarantula, tarantula man. Where the He's hell? like, oh, you're not getting out of here, eh? Take off. And Rat Trap's like, no, you take off. And uh, they they fight, they fight in their animal form. Yep. And. Uh, you think uh, Tarantulas would have him here, eh? But Red Trap, he's he's wily. He's he's frisky. He he's full of vitamin soup. Honestly, as someone who is a, an arachnophobic, like the way Tarantulas moves around in this scene, it's creepy. Yeah, it 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 was it's kind of scary. Like way more. Uh, again, like as we've been saying, like the animators are getting better as the show goes. Like this fight's only twenty seconds, but it is mwah. The the spider animations, uh, like the the animation of tarantulas moving around and walk and even just walking, like it's I said, as an, it is spider like, and as an arachnophobic, it's actually like kind of creeping me out to watch. And they're animating him more spider like, which is creepy and scary. Mm-hmm. H- however, as we have learned in the game of like rock paper maximal, yep, Cheetor always gets. Scorponok, <laughs> especially when he's shooting randomly. <laughs> um, and Rat Trap always gets Tarantulas. And Rhinox always gets Waspinator. And sometimes the Flyers get Optimus. But in this case, uh, Tarantulas like spider jumps and lands right on top of Rat Trap. Oh, but uh, but who gets the double double, eh? Oh, let me let me tell you, Rat Trap here, uh, he gives he gives him a run. He takes him out back, eh? <laughs> uh, and he's like, I told you, I don't have any darts. Take off. And, <laughs> and Tarantulas is on his back, seemingly going to sink his fangs into his neck. And he kind of rat scrambles. Like, his his legs just kind of, like, furiously, like, slipping around. And then he gains traction, and he runs. And Tarantulas is on his back. And coincidentally, there just happens to be uh, like a little Anukshuk, eh? With like rocks piled up. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a little like rock formation with space underneath. And he scurries full speed as he can underneath oh, that, it. Oh, that's a, uh, uh, that's a small enough space to, uh, to slip a puck through, uh, the goalie's knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. He slips through that, eh? Right. <laughs> perfect Gretzky moment right here. Uh, and he... Yeah, you miss you miss all the shots you don't take, eh? Yeah, you, you miss all the spiders you don't ride, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and he... Uh, this is where the, the scariness of Tarantulas, uh, t- Tarantula Man, uh, disappears <laughs> because when Tarantulas slams into the, the top of this thing, that the top of this rocky outcrop, that... Rat traps scurries under. It's well, very big, comical. That, that big pile of stones, eh? That big pile of stones. The Anukshuk pointing north. He slams into it, and like a cartoon, floating up, floating up there in the fucking air, like a like a don't give a fuck about anything, yeah. Oh, and even though they look like small rocks, like he hits it like full solid, <laughs> like right on. And his like legs splay out, and he's all like comically like. I swear, there's even a car. <laughs> there's even a cartoon sound that's like boing, like like a push, like a little acme 
Roadrunner like sound of him like hitting the rocks and his I, legs all splay out. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like they definitely do do that in this show <laughs> many times. Like just comical, like over the top, cartoony sound effects. Yes, and I love it. And Rat Trap turns and he's like, "I don't got time to tango with you today, Tarantula Man." <laughs> and he he begins to just walk away as if he just won the battle, and then. Apparently, Tarantulas can do this. Tarantulas jumps like 40 feet and lands in front of Rat Trap. And he goes, oh, you're not going anywhere, eh? We're going we're gonna to throw <laughs> some fists. Have at ye. And uh, he jumps at him to, like, fight him. He kind of tries to bite him here or there. And Rat Trap does, like, a little, like, rat boxing combo to the, yeah, the yeah. thorax of tarantulas and there's like little like punching sound effects as he goes like do, 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 do. like punches him like 10 times and i'm like holy shit go rat trap oh he's really gonna end up in the uh the penalty box for that one. Oh yeah gloves off and everything <laughs> oh yeah like at least two fucking minutes oh but do you remember how uh how rat trap uh beats tarantula man <laughs> Uh, uh, he beats him somehow, right? Is it Optimus? Does Optimus just show up? No. No, uh, the, the bomb goes off. Oh, right. Okay, so before <laughs> I started dying of laughter, <laughs> like almost literally dying of laughter, uh, <laughs> one thing I was going to point out was like when he puts the charges on the Energon crystals, he puts them right beside one another. Yeah, he like, doesn't me, spread them out. Yeah, like to me it would... Like, I would think it would make more sense to put, like, one at one point and one, like, I don't know, at least on, like, on, the other side of the mountain. They're kind of, like, in a big pit. Yeah, like, spread them out. Yeah, or at least on, like, they're, the opposite yeah, they're, they're side like five, of, like, the cluster not even five feet away from each other. Yeah. No, not <laughs> even. They're, like, a foot away from one another. So Pterosaur lands, and he's like, ah, time for the juice. And yeah. he sees uh, the bombs. And he goes, Rah! oh no! His face in this moment is hilarious to me. He's a, like, he makes this like weird oh, like yeah. sound, <laughs> <laughs> and like his raptor beak like opens up and his tongue extends out. Oh it, yeah, it does. Like I said, they have fun with. They're getting better at animating their expressions for sure. And he takes off and he goes, "No, my source of power." And then everything starts to explode, and Tarantulas kind of is like, oh, I'm sorry, where, when they were wrestling, no, when they were where, wrestling... Where am I going to find another dealer on this planet? <laughs> and <laughs> and he... I forgot, um, Rat Trap is fighting Tarantulas. So you were huffing Energon with your pals on a floating mountain the other day. <laughs> so where you're, you're huffing Energon with your pals on the floating mountain the other day <laughs> and buddy comes up to me and he's like hey i got a problem with your face uh so this is now a letter no, kenny podcast. this is now a letter kenny and bob and doug mckenzie <laughs> wow there's some ancient canadiana for the listeners oh bob mix, and doug of, McKenzie. mix of old and new right yeah yeah a little a little old little new 
sorry, Rat Trap does beat Tarantulas. He kind of like like kicks him off the edge or like like um oh sorry, Tarantulas is like, time to end it, Vermin. And he's like, I have you outclassed. I'm better than you. And he's like, eh, that may be. Oh, and yeah, he, he, kicks he was like mud or Yeah. And it must be infuriating for um Tarantulas because he must feel like he's smarter and a more deadly form than Rat Trap. But Rat Trap has never been afraid of Tarantulas, and he's always kicked his ass, right? And he says something like smarmy as Tarantulas is coming at him, and he kicks like dirt in his face, and he goes, ah, and he continues charging, and then Rat Trap just jumps out of the way. Yeah, and he Tarantulas picks up like just a big falls thing off of mud the... and throws it at him. Yeah, and Tarantulas just flies off of the island and goes, <laughs> ah, and like hits. Um, same thing with Optimus. He like hits a bunch of like, like rocks on and the way Megatron. down. They, they've done that sight gag or not even, it's not even really a gag, but they, they've done <laughs> that sight bit three times in this episode. Now they did it with Megatron, did it with Optimus. Now they're doing it with Tarantulas again, a character hitting rocks on their way down from a fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they have done it three times. And it's, it's cool. It looks cool. Well, and he's and, like hitting rocks and on his way down, falling. Well, and I feel like it it, like, it must have been something the animators had ju- like just figured out how to do. And they want to show off. Yeah. Like what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> and... He falls, and then the explosions are they're they're st- starting to go. He's like, "Oh, Optimus, blah blah blah." I can't quite remember what he says, but he's kind of like, "You're leaving me here. That means you must have gotten scrapped." Yeah, and Rattrap is like, "Well, at least I'm gonna go out with a bang." <laughs> yep. And then Optimus just shows up out of nowhere, climbing up from the the cliffside directly in front of Rattrap. And coincidentally he's like, and he's, yeah is all like the only place we're going is home and rat trap is like feel this leader i thought you was scrap <laughs> yeah. and optimus is like well we'll both be if we don't get off of this mountain and he's like climb on my back quick and, and rat trap's like uh what <laughs> <laughs> so he jumps on and then he's like make like a boyd Make like a Boyd, yeah. <laughs> and Optimus is like, uh, can't. No can do. Yeah, can't. The the Energon would just fry my circuits permanently. Just yeah, hold on. Yeah, because he was just transformed, I guess. Yeah. Just hold on. <laughs> and Rattrap is This is a pretty is fucking like, epic moment. Rattrap is just like, oh, don't tell me you're gonna. And Optimus starts charging forward and yeah. leaps off the side. And it goes into slow motion, and Rat Trap's just like, <laughs> as like the two of them are just like in slow motion sailing down from this exploding mountain. And as it sh- the mountain explodes a little bit before it completely explodes, it shows Tarantulas using his like web to like like flee from the 
the the floating to base, mountain to, to basically zip line down yeah to 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 tarantulas tarantula man down <laughs> and uh it shows pterosaur flying away some time ago so it's kind of implying that everybody is getting getting the heck out of dodge yeah and they're jumping in slow motion and there's like pink shock shock waves and the sky is blue and there are palm tree 3d like 90s rendered palm trees and my partner looks at me and she's like this is like the most vapor wave thing <laughs> i've ever seen like the pink shock waves the 90s 3d like palm trees the the pink and blue aesthetic i was like yeah. it is that's a cool shot yeah it's great love and it and the you and the user, the user. Wow. Okay, this is reboot. The viewer, viewer. You're already ready for that reboot podcast. Yeah, I'm ready. Player two, and <laughs> and you're like, oh geez, what's going to happen here? Let us not forget that Optimus is a super jacked gorilla. Yeah. Normally, this sh- nobody should survive this, and so they fall in the jungle. And it's presumed that, like, because it kind of like cuts to them falling into it, but then it cuts to them holding onto a branch. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Op- did he just grab onto this like sturdy like branch with his like 800 pound like gorilla like arms? Or which, did they crash through branches and he caught this one? Which realistically, I feel like if he had come like just shooting down like an 800 pound bullet. <laughs> And decided, like, oh, I'm just going to grab a branch. Like, I feel like the velocity would have, that he was traveling at, would have resulted in him just snapping the branch. Well, yeah, because he's accelerating as he's falling. And he picked up speed to jump off the island. I wouldn't recommend traveling laterally, like horizontally, too, Mm -hmm. because you're you're adding that to the momentum, the mass of... (laughs) Um, the falling object that is a giant gorilla. Yet another thing when you're 10 years old, you don't think about. No, but but he's not a real gorilla. He's a, just a super jacked robot. And hmm, it didn't break. I, I like to think that like they crashed on some branches on the way down and then he caught that one. But who knows? And there's a anyway. tender... Yeah, anyway, <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a tender moment here because he's like, uh, rat trap could you uh take some weight off my shoulders or take take some weight off and he goes oh yeah and um he crawls off and they're both like hanging on to this this branch yeah he's, a, he's all like in a very like annoyed father kind of way he's all like you mind taking some weight off my shoulders <laughs> yep <laughs> and rat trap is like oh yeah <laughs> And crawls off and they onto have the a branch onto the this like the most powerful branch on the planet <laughs> and <laughs> they have kind of a heartwarming exchange yeah um, uh, rat trap is all like you do know that was crazy and optimus says a line here which he will perhaps repeat again in the sometimes series. crazy works sometimes crazy works yeah <laughs> And he kind of smiles, and he rat trap kind of like smiles back. Again, their faces are more animated in these, like, they look less uncanny valley. 
So when they yeah. smile at each other, you're like, ah. Oh. And then Optimus uh, says to him, hey, good work up there, by the way. And Rat Trap says to him, hey, you weren't so bad yourself. Uh, but uh, don't tell anyone I, I told you so. And then it plays some like flute type music. And then we <laughs> cut cut back to uh, uh, Pterosaur, who is flying toward the dark side. And he's all like, blasted Maximals. They destroyed my power. Which, yeah. <laughs> I just he find it funny. Did. Yeah. He's basically like, God damn it, those assholes got rid of my stash. What One thing I noticed is it was considerably uh, less time before he needed to to juice again the last time. So I wonder yeah. if it's diminishing returns or... He spent a lot of energy uh, fighting Optimus in that air battle. Could be. I mean, Almost. really, like that is how drugs kind of work. They're, they're diminishing returns. Oh, as you absolutely. chase that elephant. <laughs> as, out of you the chase, room. as you chase that elephant <laughs> out of out of as you chase that elephant while you address the dragon in the room. Yeah, that's my journalism moment. <laughs> Your legitimate journalism. Yeah. Um, uh oh this part's hilarious yeah when he goes back to base yeah so pterosaur is flying back to base and he's like but at least i got rid of megatron uh and he lands in his <laughs> again in his fucking dainty ass pterodactyl form. i love his like, he just pterodactyl form <laughs> he's like just standing there and out of the shadows. Out, out of the shadows, we see a stomping robot form Megatron emerge, being like, well, 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 look who's back. And his voice echoes when he says that. And it goes back to Pterosaur, who's like, and then just turns gray. Oh, yeah, it cut, look who's back. And yeah. he says it with such hatred in his eyes and his voice. Yeah. Like he he's going to fucking like destroy him. If like now, like he he is pissed. Like he doesn't really say it comically. He he says it with like extreme malice. And Pterosaur opens his mouth, sticks out his tongue and actually turns white like a ghost. Yeah. And I think that's how the episode ends. Yeah, and he says help. Oh yeah, he goes help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was, um, Power Surge. Uh, do you have any, have any closing thoughts for the episode? I feel like this is the best animated ones, the episode so far. And I feel mm -hmm. like, like, wow, they've gotten really good at combat. Like, the, the air combat, I was like, oh, another, like, air fight where people just fly like Superman and shoot shoulder cannons at each other. No, that was interesting. It's like watching Tom Cruise out there. <laughs> and the fight between Rat Trap and Tarantulas, because they can't transform into their, their robot form, uh, was actually really well done, too. I think Tom Cruise would play in a Beast Wars movie. <laughs> he he would. Oh man, it would be like a Transformers knockoff. But instead of Shia LaBeouf, it's Tom Cruise. I would I would watch that. 
No, no, but like, imagine there was a Beast Wars movie, like a, a like a big budget movie based on this. That's what I mean. Instead follow, of following this like basic plot Beast Wars. Line. Oh, and, you mean no humans? You mean actual? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no humans at all. Like if Tom Cruise was going to be like the mocap for one of the Transformers in this show, who would he be? Oh, who would he be? Optimus or uh he doesn't have a would would his voice be the character too? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I that's hard. It is. Cause he doesn't really have like an Optimus like voice. Maybe Cheetor. He likes going fast, right? Uh, I think he's too old for that character. Yeah, but it's he's just doing the mocap and the voice for it. Right? Yeah, but he definitely doesn't sound like a young person anymore. What about Rhinox? That was actually <laughs> I... that was actually who I was thinking, honestly. Oh, were you thinking Rhinox? Yeah. I think he could be the Rhinox of the group. Like, but if Rhinox was a little more involved in the action. He, yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I can't see him taking a Rhinox role. You know what? We should, um, we should, uh, th- like, cut, b- brainstorm uh, just on our own, like, free time who we think would uh, play. The voice and the mocap for the Predacons <laughs> and the the Maximals. Oh, oh yeah, fan cast the uh, the um, uh, all of the characters in a hypothetical Beast Wars movie. I'm down <laughs> yeah, with that. yeah, we we could come we could come up with something better than wondering who specifically Tom Cruise would, <laughs> would be if he had to be in the in the Beast Wars movie in a movie that he would never be in anyway. I I, I, I wouldn't cast him in it anyway yeah he wouldn't be in it definitely not but (laughs) it's humorous to think about yeah yeah i'll Uh, think about that and we'll we'll talk about it on next week's podcast yeah Uh, speaking of next week's podcast we will be reviewing a better mousetrap which was the i remember this yes uh, I i haven't seen it and like oh geez 20 years more than 20 years but i actually do remember this one uh it's an important episode um it is the ninth episode in production order and lay fucking gasp it is actually also the ninth episode in broadcast order what (laughs) like can you imagine i i am shocked uh so yeah we will be back next week with that uh we got to get out of here tonight so it's getting pretty late christopher where can people creep us you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash too much energon you can send us an email at too much energon at outlook.com we're still holding out for a uh, an email from an actual listener and not just you know <laughs> fucking bobo <laughs> gonna send us hate mail after he doesn't hear this one (laughs) right until next week i have been one of your hosts christopher siege i am your other host neo cal beast mode beast mode beast mode